Let me take a moment to, um, since uh, this will likely be our last episode of the first season, uh, we may possibly do a um, state tournament recap, um, but that still uh, is up in the air. But let me take a minute here just to thank uh, some of the uh, the guests that uh, we've had throughout season one. Um, TJ Petros, Corey Albertson, Zach Fleer, uh, Seth Stasky, Michael Hearn, John Bruce, Matt Gould. Um, and then for our um, 25th anniversary celebration, uh, Nick Cook from uh, Upper Scioto Valley, Kevin Martin with Westerville North. Mitch Cerny, uh, Youngstown, Ursuline, and Babe, and Ted Kwasniak with Cleveland, Villa Angeles, St. Joseph's. Um, I got to admit, I had an absolute blast uh, doing the four-part series uh, covering the 25th anniversary uh, state champions. That was so much fun. Um, I enjoyed each and every one of those shows. Um, so I appreciate those four guests for coming on and just uh, taking us down memory lane. Um, it's been kind of a, a busy time for me. Um, we're on spring break here, uh, in Pickerington this week. Um, I'm going to be, uh, expecting, uh, my wife Dana and I will be expecting, um, our baby boy sometime within the next week. Uh, so, uh, gotta be prepared, got the book bag ready just in case, uh, we get the call here in the next couple of days. Uh, good thing is, is uh, she's going to be delivering at Ohio State. So uh, if my sister can get her down there, uh, I'll, I'll be able to just meet her down there. But uh, hopefully uh, he hangs on for a few more days there. Um, supposedly uh, Wednesday uh, she will be induced. So we are obviously looking um, very much forward to that. Um, so we got that in the works. Um, all Ohio teams came out uh, this week. Um, just kind of give a shout out here to some of those guys. Uh, Division three player or Division one player of the year was Samari Curtis of Xenia. Uh, he will be going to Cincinnati next year. Averaged over 30 points a game. Um, Coach of the year goes to Bob Krasancic at Mentor. He did a great job with those guys. They lost, I believe, in a regional to uh, Akron Green. Um, and then Division Two Player of the Year was Amari Davis, a kid you'll see at the state tournament this year for Trotwood Madison. Another kid from the G-Walk that averaged over 30 a game. Uh, Coach of the Year was Zach Brown from London. In Division Three. Player of the Year went to Chris C.J. Anthony of um, Harvest Prep. Uh, and then the Coach of the Year went to Joe Frank of Archbold. Uh, he had those guys undefeated um, until uh, they were upset in the district semis by uh, Coldwater. So Joe Frank is your Coach of the Year in Division Three, Division Four, uh, Zeb Jackson, a junior from Mommy Valley Country Day. Uh, he will be, uh, he is committed to go to Michigan. He's a class of 2020 kid. Um, they recently were beat by Convoy Crestview in a regional final. He's your player of the year. Mark Schleyball, Berlin Highland, coach of the year. Uh, the Hawks with one loss on the season. And they will be in the 2019 state tournament, uh, which we're going to talk about here uh, momentarily. So those are your uh, four players of the years and four coaches of the year 
Um, if I had to pick right now, I would say, uh, just kind of basing on how they do things over the years, I would say Samari Curtis is probably your best bet for Mr. Basketball. Uh, averaged over 30 a game. Uh, Division One school, going to the University of Cincinnati. Um, kind of checks all the boxes. So I would be surprised if Samari does not win Mr. Basketball, but uh, we'll see that, I believe, later today. Um, just kind of off topic, uh, if we've got the NCAA tournament starting uh, today as well, which is always kind of a bummer uh, when the state tournament falls on opening weekend of the NCAA tournament. Um, those are our great two days, Thursday and Friday, of just nonstop basketball action. Uh, but nonetheless, um, we do have the NCAA tournament starting today. Uh, let me give you my uh, Sweet 16 picks so you can stay away from these teams. Um, in the East, I have uh, Duke, Virginia Tech, LSU, and Michigan State. Uh, that would be the 1, 2, 3, and 4. Uh, went chalk there. Down in the West, I went Gonzaga, Florida State, Buffalo, and Nevada. I've got a 6 and a 7 with Buffalo and Nevada, and then a 1 and a 4 with Gonzaga and Florida State. In the South, um, I went Virginia, Wisconsin, uh, and then I went Purdue and Tennessee. And then in the Midwest, I go North Carolina, Auburn, Houston, Kentucky. Uh, moving on, Elite Eight, I go Duke, LSU, Gonzaga, Nevada, Virginia, Tennessee, which I think uh, has the makings to be a great basketball game if that were to occur. And then another one would be North Carolina and Kentucky. My final four, I've got three ones and a two. I just couldn't, I'm just not sold on the teams um, below these guys to, to uh, pick against these guys. So I had Duke, Gonzaga, Tennessee, North Carolina. Um, my final, uh, for the fourth time this year, we get Duke, North Carolina. North Carolina wins their third of four matchups with the Blue Devils this year. Um, some team, like any one of these four teams to me, Duke, Gonzaga, North Carolina, Tennessee, uh, even Virginia, Kentucky, um, I think any one of those teams can win it all. Uh, if you're looking for a sleeper, uh, I do like Auburn. I know people are um, following suit that they got to travel and, uh, you know, after playing all those games in the SEC tournament, um, I'm not buying into that. I think Auburn is a very dangerous team, especially with their backcourt and Bryce Brown and um, Jared Harper. Guards winning the tournament. Now, this team could have a very similar run to some of those UConn teams um, from some couple of years back with uh, Kimball Walker and you know Shabazz Napier run. Um, so watch out for Auburn. They could make some noise. Um, a lot of people have them getting beat by New Mexico State in the first round. I do not. I think they make it to at least North Carolina. Uh, they are a dangerous team, though. So um, overall, uh, if, I were if I were playing for money, which I I'm not, um, I would take North Carolina to win it all. All right, so that's the NCAA tournament that gets started today, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. A lot of fun with that, but we're here to talk about the state tournament. Uh, state tournament opens up today at 
12 o'clock, so we got a little bit of a different start time this year. Um, one ticket gets you two sesh or two games today, so you only need two tickets today. Uh, tournament opens at 12. You get 24 and 4 Perso Marion against 26 and 2 Harvest Prep at noon, and then Lutheran East at 19 and 8 will take on Oregon Cardinal Stritch 24 and 3 at 2 o'clock. So that is your Division Three semifinal matchups. I think you've got some unbelievable talent in the Division Three ranks this year. Um, one thing that competitive balance did uh, was get rid of a lot of teams from Division Four, um, but it moved a lot of those teams up to Division Three, like your Harvest Prep and your Lutheran East. Uh, I believe even Cardinal Stritch has been in Division Four before as well. Um, they play in a conference in the TAC with a lot of D4 teams, a lot of good D4 teams, Toledo Christian, Mommy Valley, Country Day, Ottawa Hills, who bounces back and forth. Um, so you got a lot of talent in Division Three this year. Uh, Purcell Marion loaded with experience, a very senior-laden bunch. Uh, they will take on a Harvest Prep team that also has a bunch of seniors. Um along with the, the Division Three Player of the Year, who is a, a junior, C.J. Anthony. I think this, I mean, this is an unbelievable game to open the tournament. Uh, man, you know, I'm really torn. Um, I, I, I picked Purcell Marion at the beginning of the year. I'm going to stick with them. Um, I think this is going to be a great game. Harvest Prep has a great backcourt with Brandon Beavers, C.J. Anthony. Sol Hines has really shot the ball well in the tournament kind of saved Harvest Prep in the district final against Columbus Academy, 71-67, great game. Um, so this this game, like to be honest with you, could go either way, but I'm going to take Purcell Marion in a close game. Um, and then the second game, Lutheran East and Cardinal Stritch, another game I think could go either way. Lutheran East is loaded with talent. Um, sophomore EJ Farmer, uh, big-time performer, the lefty, um, Nehemiah Benson is a kid, a junior, 6'6 junior, coming on. Um, so they, they, they've got some uh, young, young talent here. Jay Billingsley, a kid they got eligible halfway through the season, transferred over from Western Reserve. He's a 6'7 sophomore. Um, according to Anthony Jones, though, their AD and former head coach, they are going to be down a couple of starters today. I believe Sir Hughes uh, is going to be out, and I want to say um, either Davon Adams or T.J. Blevins. I can't remember what the who the other one was that he says, but um, they're going to be down due to injury, a couple of starters, but um, the Lou, as you would say, uh, will still be more than a formidable opponent uh, for Oregon Cardinal Stritch. Cardinal Stritch comes into the tournament at 24-3, and um, their last loss was a 40-37 to 37, uh, buzzer beater uh, to Marion Local at the Flying to the Hoop. Uh, they also got beat by uh, Blackman out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee by four. Toledo Christian beat them earlier in the year by one. Uh, they're red hot right now. Um, they beat undefeated Genoa uh, in a really good game in overtime in a district final, um, which... They're fortunate to be here. Uh, they, they really uh, had to escape that game. And then they beat Willard in a red-hot cold-water team in the regional final. So here they are. Um, they are led by 
uh, senior Jordan Burton. Um, they also have a junior Joey Hollifield, who is a really talented kid, senior Little Anderson, and a kid that's kind of come on for them this year is sophomore Jaden Wilson, only 5'5", but he has really provided them a spark. I think Lutheran East has the experience of being down in Columbus. I believe this is their third year in a row. They won the 2017 D4 title. Uh, man, this, this is another tough game to pick. For whatever reason, I'm going to take Cardinal Stritch. I think they're veterans. Uh, Burton and Anderson and Hollyfield will get it done. And I think they will meet Purcell Marion for the state title. But I do eventually think Purcell Marion will get it done. Purcell Marion's last two losses, I've mentioned this before, you've probably heard me say this, uh, were to Centerville by a point, and then they lost to Moeller, um, which were the two teams that played for the Division I regional title in Cincinnati. Their other two losses were game one and two of the season, three-point loss to LaSalle, and a four-point loss to Dayton, Chaminade, Julian. Uh, that was without Brian Wara. Uh, who was out for, I believe, the first six or seven games with an ankle injury. Uh, but once he came back, Purcell began rolling. Uh, they got through the regional, beating Versailles and a really good Anna team, who has a lot coming back next year. So look out for the Rockets next year. Ultimately, I think Purcell Marion hoists the trophy in Division Three. The other two semifinal games on Thursday, starting at 6, uh, will be Thornville-Sheridan uh, coming out of the Athens Regional in the Southeast District, and they will take on 27-1 Columbus South. Uh, that is at 6, and then a game you cannot miss if you are a high school basketball fan. 20-7 Akron Bookdale against 26-2 Trotwood-Madison at 8. If you like points... Kyle, this is for you out there. My man Kyle, he loves those points. This is his kind of game. 8 o'clock tonight, Bookdel Trotwood, be there. Uh, don't miss this game. You could see somebody hit the triple digits in this game. Uh, I think this is, uh, this is one of the more anticipated matchups um, for me uh, in quite some time. And not because, just because of the way that I believe the game is the entertainment value of this game is going to be. Uh, but let's talk real quickly about the first game, Sheridan and Columbus South. Uh, Sheridan has had a really good season. Um, they are, like I said, 22-5. and five. Coach Doug Fisher has the Generals in the state tournament for the first time. Uh, they beat Steubenville 69-43 in the regional semis and then needed overtime to beat a very good new Philadelphia team, 55-53. Uh, they are led by uh, Concord um, signee Ethan Heller. Uh, the lefty is averaging over 21 points a game. He's as tough as competitor as you're going to find. Um, Grant Heleman, 6'7", senior, another guy that can get it done for them. He missed six games this season with injury. They were three and three uh, in that time frame. So, and that included a three-game losing streak uh, towards the end of the year before they beat John Glenn to end the season. Kind of gave them the momentum heading into the tournament. So, Sheridan will meet 27 and one Columbus South. South's only loss on the year was to Walnut Ridge, 56-46. South won the. Um, 
City League Championship this year, defeating Columbus Northland, 68-51. Uh, South went through the tournament, had a tough game in the district final against Bishop Watterson. They escaped 50-44. Uh, they beat a good Norwalk team, 61-54 in the regional semis, and then get by a uh, another good team in Lima Shawnee with a lot of sophomores on that team, 64-47. South uh, comes into the tournament with very good guard play. Uh, Taquan Symington, uh, Treyon Watkins, Travell Adams, uh, Marcus Johnson. This team uh, is loaded at the guard spot. I think that will be the difference in their game with Sheridan. I'm not sure that Sheridan has seen a team um, as good as Columbus South to this point, uh, but we'll see tonight. South can play any way you want them to play. They can play, they can slow it down. They can play in a half court. They can play up tempo. Uh, so that bodes well for them. I do like South in this game in the first semifinal. Trotwood and Bookdale, man, uh, Chris Livingston. I really hope he puts on a show for the crowd tonight. Uh, the six 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 seven freshman, regarded as a probably a top ten national guy for sure. Um, so he comes into the game, I believe, averaging somewhere over 23, 23 and a half points a game. Uh, they got a really nice team. They got hot. Uh, they lost to Warrensville Heights 69-66. They win four straight to end the regular season, defeat Hoban in their last game of the regular season. Uh, they get out of the regional by beating Poland Seminary and then Cleveland Vale Angela St. Joe's. Anytime you beat Joes and Babe Kwasniak in March, you're doing something. Uh, they beat them 84-70 to 70 to uh, make their first trip to Columbus, uh, I want to say since uh, 1997, when they were state runner-up. I believe that was the Doylen Robinson teams. Um, so Bookdale returns to Columbus to take on a Trotwood team that is making their third appearance in three years. Uh, that resulted in a semifinal loss to St. V two years ago. Lost in the finals to St. V last year. Uh, this year they returned to get the job done. Uh, I do think they beat Bookdale. Uh, Amari Davis, D2 player of the year, averaging over 30 a game. They also have Sammy Anderson, Keontae Hughley, Carl Blanton, Malachi Matthews, Justin Stevens. I mean, this team is loaded with experience, loaded with talent. Uh, I think Trotwood beats Bookdale, and then I think Trotwood beats South. Trotwood gets it done and earns the school's first boys basketball state championship. Um, and so that would be Division Two. Those games will take place tonight. Uh, and then the final will be Saturday uh, at 2 o'clock. On Friday... Division 4 opens the day. Berlin Highland at 27-1 will take on 24-3 St. Henry, and that is Friday at 12. Richmond Heights will get uh, at 21-6. We'll get 26-1 Convoy Crestview, and that will be at 2 o'clock. State championship game for Division 4 will be Saturday at 5-15. This Highland-St. Henry matchup is very interesting. Two teams... Um, that probably would say their calling card is on the defensive end. Uh, Highland is giving up just a smidge over 36 points a game. 
They have not lost since losing to Cleveland East Tech, and I think that was back on like December 22nd. Uh, that was a 55-43 loss to East Tech, which was their only loss on the year. Um, Highland has a very tough district. Uh, they, they got out of there by beating Rosecrans 48-39 in kind of an ugly game. And then they end up beating Strasburg-Franklin, who would be kind of a rival for them. Uh, I think that was the third time this year they beat Strasburg. Yeah, what, 49-39, uh, 43-37, and 58-48. So all those games with Strasburg very close, uh, but they did beat them three times. Then they get down to the regional and did the same thing they did last year. Beat Dawson Bryant by 31, and then beat uh, Glenwood by 43 to arrive at the state tournament with their one loss. Uh, Kendall Hostetler, uh, is their leading scorer, uh, but they are very balanced. Uh, there's several guys that could lead this team in scoring. Andy Miller, a 5'10 senior is the school's all time leading assist guy. Highland will be looking for their fourth state championship first since winning back to back in 2011, 2012, and they will get St. Henry, uh, who is making their first appearance since winning it all in 2004. St. Henry is his 24-3 losses on the year to Rushi. Second game of the year, lost by five to Marion Local. That was right after beating Marion Local by five. Uh, and then their last loss of the year came on a Monday night to Anna, 60-44. Anna, who was in the regional final in Division III. Uh, St. Henry has not lost since. Uh, in the tournament, to get out of the district, folks, they had to beat Minster and Marion Local. They did that 48-40 over Minster. 52-40 over Marion Local, get to the regional, uh, beat Springfield Central Catholic, uh, and then survive Jackson Center, which is always a tough task to survive them. 46-43, St. Henry Highland, uh, D4 semifinal opener on Friday. Uh, I do like St. Henry. I think their schedule uh, sets them up very well. Uh, getting out of the district I think may have been the toughest thing. Um, I know the Jackson Center game was a three-point game, and, and Jackson Center plays a lot of games like that, very close, low scoring. So St. Henry has played three meat grinder games on the way to the state tournament here. Um, I like their size. I like their height size and their body size. I think they're going to be a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger than Highland. Um, I think this will be kind of one of those 50 to 40 games, 50 to 42, somewhere like that, 49, 42. I do like St. Henry to advance. Uh, and in the other semifinal, Richmond Heights, uh, this is kind of odd to me. They're making their first state tournament appearance, which uh, with all the success they've had um, is kind of surprising. Richmond Heights will um, get Convoy Crestview. Richmond Heights is 21 and 6. They play a very good schedule. Here's their losses. Gahanna Lincoln, Cleveland Benedictine, Toledo Whitmer, Shaker Heights, um, Cleveland Heights, Lutheran East, and, uh, and Lorraine. So those are some really, really good teams. Um, to get to the state tournament, Richmond Heights uh, had to beat Rittman and Elyria Opendoor in the district. And then they get by Bristol in the semifinals of the regional. And then in the same score that St. Henry's beats Jackson Center by, uh, they beat New Middletown Springfield 46-43 as well. 
Uh, Richmond Heights is coached by Quentin Rogers. Uh, he's probably more known for his travel uh, basketball prowess, uh, coaching for All Ohio Red. He had Jared Sollinger, Aaron Kraft, um, Jordan Seibert, Adrian Payne, Jawan Staten, Kevin Gray, and, and those guys. And they were able to capture, I believe, back-to-back-to-back AAU National Championships. So Q Rogers is uh, very familiar with coaching very good basketball players. Um, but he can also uh, coach at the high school level. Uh, he's 40-11 and 11 at Richmond Heights. Uh, and I think the best is still yet to come there. Um, I do not see them beating Convoy, but this is a huge step for them to get here. And I don't think this will be the last you hear of them. Um, but Convoy Crestview, just 26-1, and one, uh, one loss, 43-41, third game of the year to Bluffton. Um, they have not lost since. Uh, in the tournament, though, um, in the district final, they beat Kaleida 61-58 to in double overtime. They needed a, a, a Javen Etzler three ball. Uh, just to even send that game to double overtime, and then they were eventually able to win that game. Uh, In the regional, they had a little easier time. They beat Hicksville for the second time this year and then beat Maumee Valley 66-49 in the regional final. This team, obviously, the guys that get the headlines, Javen Etzler, a senior, uh, going to Miami, Ohio. Kalen Etzler, 6'8", sophomore, being recruited by Ohio State, Purdue, Louisville, and others uh, I look for after this weekend for that number to be increasing. Uh, and then on into the travel season where he plays for All Ohio Red, um, I look for his recruitment to continue uh, to skyrocket. Uh, but most people know about those guys, but it's more guys like uh, Wade Sheets, 6'3", senior, uh, going to Air Force to play football. Drew Klein, um, the point guard. Uh, probably one of Jeremy Best's favorite players all time. Uh, he's a four-year starter at quarterback on the football team. He's kind of the guy that makes this team go. He provides that toughness, that intensity that you need. Um, Derek Dealey, uh, another tough kid for them that's been playing for a while. So this is a senior-laden team as well with a lot of experience outside of uh, Kalen Etzler's sophomore uh, Jeremy Best has been there before. He got there his first year in 2003 with Corey Lichtensteiger. They were runner-up that year. Uh, 2014, they win it all, 29-0, undefeated fashion. Um, so I do believe they will beat Richmond Heights. Um, and then I'll tell you what, that St. Henry game, if that is to occur in the finals, St. Henry's is the style of team that gives Convoy Crestview trouble. Um Boy, I tell you, that's a tough pick. Um, I could see that game going either way. Um, I, I, I will pick Convoy Crestview because I think they do have the two best players on the court. Um, but, boy, that, that, that could be a really good basketball game. But I will take Convoy Crestview to win that. All right, to close out Friday, uh, Division One, Lakewood St. Ed's 19-8 will take on 27-0 Cincinnati Archbishop Moeller. Uh, that is at 6 o'clock. And then uh, Powell out of Columbus, Olentangy Liberty, 24-4. and We'll get 23-3, and Akron St. Vincent St. Mary's at 8 o'clock. 
That state championship game will be Saturday at 8.30. First semifinal, Eds and Moeller. Um, these are obviously two household names. St. Edwards uh, led by head coach Eric Flannery. Moeller led by head coach Carl Kramer. Eds has two state titles to their resume. Uh, 2014 and 98, both of those under Flannery. Cincinnati Moeller with four state titles, 99, 03, 07, and 2018. Um, you could arguably say Moeller over the last 20 years has been as good as any program basketball-wise in the state of Ohio. Four state titles, but you're looking in Division One. I. I mean, they've been in, in, in close so many times. Uh, 2010, I believe they got to the state finals, got housed by Jackson. Uh, then in 2017, they get Jackson again and lose 39-38. Uh, they were undefeated heading into the state tournament that year as well. Last year, they were not undefeated. They lost a few games out of state, um, but did eventually run away with the state title. Um, Moeller has been on quite a streak over the last three or four years. Um, and this is kind of a turn of events from 2007 where Eds came in undefeated with Delvon Rowe and, and Moeller beat him and went on to win the state title. Um, man, I just, I, I don't see that happening this time. Uh, Moeller, those seniors, Miles McBride, um, Alex Freem, Michael Ship, and then your junior, uh, Max Land, and then that talented sophomore group, uh, with Alex Williams and Will McCracken and Logan Duncan. Uh, I just don't see... Uh, Moeller is just flawless. Um, could it happen? Sure. Uh, will it happen? I don't think so. Um, Moeller got to the state tournament, uh, defeating Lakota East, a very good Lakota East team. That was the second time they beat them this year. Uh, and then they beat Centerville for a second time as well. Ed's, um, I think Ed's caught a little bit of a break, and Flannery would probably tell you the same thing. Uh, Broadview, Brexville, Broadview Heights upset Cleveland St. Ignatius in the district, um, and that would have been the third time that Ed's and Ignatius played this year. They split in the regular season. Instead, they get Medina and Brexville in the district, which they obviously win. Um, they need overtime to beat Euclid. T.J. Kwasniak did a really good job at Euclid this year, 77-71. Uh, Red Hot Green come in, and uh, Eds beat them 71-53. I think Eds is playing their best ball of the season. Uh, they're 19-8, which is not a usual Eds record. They lost three games in a row early in the season. Lima Senior, Brush, and uh, North Crawley out of Texas. Uh, then they lost to Kennedy Catholic. They lost to Spire, where they gave up 122. Uh, they lose back-to-back -back games later in the season to Ignatius and St. V. Beat Whitmer, lose to Solon, beat Villangelis St. Joe's, and then they head into the tournament. So these juniors, um, and then their senior, Demetrius Terry, the juniors, Montori Foster, Grant Huffman, Devontae Blanton, who is uh, Delvon Rose's younger brother. These guys were all down here. Uh, when those three were freshmen and Terry was a sophomore, kind of unexpectedly that year. Um, so they have experience down here. Uh, I 
do not think that is going to be enough to beat Moeller, um, but we will see. Um, these are two powerhouses so uh, with experience in Columbus, so you never know, but I, I, I do like Moeller to win that game. And in the other semifinal, Olentangy Liberty against uh, Akron St. Vincent St. Mary's, who will be going for their ninth state championship um, and this would be, so Drew Joyce has uh, five, I believe. I think he has won five of those, 03, 09, 2011, 2017, and 2018. Uh, he's played, I know he played for the 2016, got beat by John Glenn. So they've been down here, uh, this is 17 times now for them. Uh, so... They obviously have the experience factor. This is a team that has bumped up from D3 to D2 and now to D1. First year in D1. Here they are in Columbus. Only three losses on the year for the Irish. Uh, Spire Institute, which was a close game for three quarters. Uh, Moeller beat them 99-62, uh, which I don't think that would be the final score if they played in a rematch. And then Kennedy Catholic 75-72. That was a game they led by 11 heading into the fourth quarter. Um, St. V beat Olmstead Falls, who upset Lorraine in the district. Uh, they beat them in the regional semis, and then Lima Sr. Uh, beat Quincy Simpson's team to get to the state tournament. They will get Olentangy Liberty. Um, boy, Olentangy Liberty had a tough path. Uh, beat Westerville North in the district semis. Uh they get a tough Hillier-Davidson team in the district um, final. I believe Davidson beat them in the regular season, 64-62. Uh, I think that was a buzzer beater, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, then they beat Pick Central, uh, who had only one loss on the year. They beat them 66-58 in overtime. And then Pickering to North, 64-58. So anytime you can beat both Pickerington schools in a matter of three days, you're doing something, and you know you're playing pretty good basketball. Uh, Liberty is led by um, Ben Roderick, top unsigned senior in the state of Ohio. Um, he gets a lot of the pub, but boy, do they have some talent outside of him. Uh, Nick Nakassian, 6'4", senior, can shoot it, versatile, really can defend. Mitch Kirshner, 6'4", senior, same thing. Um, and then you look at uh, Joey Thatcher's had a really good season uh, at the point guard spot. Jack Metzger comes off the bench, another 6'4 kid, uh, senior as well. And then a kid I really like, I think makes a lot of plays for them, Henry Henkel, 5'10 sophomore. Uh, he's a kid to look out for coming off the bench. This Liberty team is dangerous because they're big. Uh, and when I say big, 6'3", 6'4", 6'5". And they're versatile. Uh, they can all dribble, pass, and shoot, and catch, uh, which seems like an obvious thing, but not a lot of teams can do that. Uh, and and they, they are very underrated on the defensive end as well. I think they give St. V um, all they want. Uh, St. V will counter with uh, sophomore Seth Wilson, uh, who was the point guard last year, or off-guard point guard, whatever you want to call him. Um, then you look at some seniors, Chris Painter, um, London McDay, Darius Cohn, uh, sophomore Malachi Branham, senior Keyshawn Jones, junior Marcus Johnson, 
Um, so not a lot of like big name guys on this St. V team. Uh, probably their best prospect, Malachi Branham, 6'5", sophomore, originally from a Columbus area. Um, Seth Wilson, another sophomore, getting Division One interest. Uh, London McDay is committed to go to OU. I don't know with the, the coaching change if that will still stick. Uh, but a lot of these guys are just 